Welcome to the Fellowship of Fandoms podcast. My name is Richard Kent FM or The Fellow Fan. On this episode, we delve deeper into the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy with some very special guests. This is a re-release as well as an edited down version of the podcast. To watch the full version, or shall I say extended edition, please head over to fellowshipoffandoms.com. Now, without further ado, I'm going to leave you with my guests so that they can introduce themselves. Thank you for watching. My name is Emily on TikTok. It's so my Emily. All right. Um, I'm Nate. I uh, have a TikTok as well called Ace Condor 30. Name has nothing to do with Lord of the Rings, but I didn't really <laughs> plan on making a Lord of the Rings channel. That just kind of happened. Um, that's about it for uh, media for me. I did make a YouTube channel recently. I don't have anything on it yet, though. Uh, soon. It's called Ace Gondor. Okay. Um, uh, I yeah. Like that. One of my followers suggested that. I'm like, I'm I'm taking that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so soon I'll have more content on there. I started doing a um, little audiobook version of the Silmarillion that some people requested. Oh, so that's nice. At some point. I don't know when, but <laughs> eventually. It's going to take a while. Okay. Hi, everyone. I am Don Marshall 72 um, The Again, I didn't mean to make Lord of the Rings content. It kind of accidentally happened, and then uh, here I am. And uh, I'm on TikTok is sort of like my main thing. I'm also on Twitch, and I started a YouTube even after swearing I would not. <laughs> um, I, I had a YouTube channel once when I was 16 with a friend of mine, and uh, I... Let's just say I swore I would never go back. But, uh, <laughs> Dark very convincing. It's not my first YouTube channel either, so don't Ooh. don't feel bad. Are we going to find 16-year-old Nate doing things that are... Oh. I don't think YouTube existed when I was 16. How old are you? I'm 30. <laughs> oh. It definitely exists. I had one when I was Kent's 16. Ace Condor 30. What happens when you turn 31? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think that through. I didn't think my channel would be that big a deal. <laughs> so we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> How did you guys start um, or get into the Lord of the Rings fandom? Was it by the books, the movies? Was it recently, a long time ago? Um, yeah, tell us about it. How about you go first, um, Don? Uh, mine was probably a little bit more unconventional. Uh, to keep it short, uh, my mom actually told me the story of the Lord of the Rings every morning at the breakfast table. I feel like I've told this story a bunch. That's um, nice. But I haven't heard it. Me yeah, either. Basically, me either. Um, my mom knew that the Lord of the Rings movies were coming out, and um, she wanted to go see them, and I was kind of interested. I think it was like 9 or 10 at the time, but they were pretty violent. So she was reading the books ahead of time, and then every morning she would come out to the breakfast table and tell my sister and I the story of what happened in that chapter. And so she skipped the boring descriptions of the trees or the Tom Bombadil stuff that didn't matter or... And so uh, day by day for, I guess, weeks at that point, I heard about it. And then as soon as the movies came out, my mom was like, all right, don't tell your sister because they're too violent, but we're going to watch them. And so she like showed me the first half one day. And then I was fortunate enough. I got to see The Return of the King in theaters. And it was just one of those best uh, probably movie going experiences I've ever seen. I wouldn't mind it was an event. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. It really was. Um, and then I really liked the movies for a while, and then I got dumped in college and needed something to fill the void. So I caught <laughs> all 620 Pokemon at the time. I'm currently up to 898. Wow. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I read the Silmarillion and kept reading the other books, and I never really stopped. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, um, um, Nate? Um, well, I'm trying to think. I probably got into The Lord of the Rings when I was about eight or nine. I started with the books. Um, I didn't really like reading much as a kid, um, mainly because I just didn't find anything that really interested me. So my dad said, well, I'm going to read you this, boy. You're going to like this. So he started <laughs> reading me The Hobbit, and I'm like, this is great. This is great. And then so we were reading The Hobbit, and then about that time they announced, like, oh, they're making another movie of Lord of the Rings, and it's going to be good. It's going to be live action. So I was all excited. So um, so then we started on Fellowship, and Dad was very, very strict. He's like, we can't see the movie till we finish the book. You're not allowed to see the movie. So we're, I'm, like, <laughs> trying to pressure him to finish it in time. We finished Fellowship with about three days before the movie came out, and then we went and saw that. And then he read me the other books over the next, you know, year or so. We had more time. And they were great. I loved the movies. And um, I went, and I, of course, read the books later on my own. And... Um, that was it for a long time. I, I only read the Silmarillion within the last few years. I tried to read it a few times, but it's it's dense. It is. Yeah, I'm still trying least. to get through it. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you... I remember the first the first chapter one. Chapter one, I open it up. I'm like, I don't know how to say the name of this chapter. Oh, yes. <laughs> I still don't know how. Einlindelach. Oh, that's it. I'll, I'll worry on that. The music of the Einor. But I was like not off to a great start so i got an audiobook and that mm. helped immensely and then since then i've i've read it myself now that i know how to say everything and it's, it's great um so i my both of my parents are huge nerds i've been very blessed to be raised by nerds um they've always been into like star wars and lord of the rings and star trek and all that stuff um but lord of the rings was kind of my mom's thing Whereas, like, Star Wars, I guess, was more my dad's thing. Um, okay. So I remember first watching the movies. Like, I don't remember when I would have watched them. I was probably, I don't know, maybe like, middle school. Um, and then in high school, I got my first, like, box set, and that was when I read the books. Um, I couldn't get through The Hobbit. It just was not as interesting to me. Um, but I did read the, like, Lord of the Rings trilogy, and... Um, I remember like showing my friends the movies who'd never seen them. Like I didn't have any nerdy friends in high school. So I would like kind of as a rite of passage, make them watch it with me. Like you know, when you show someone something that you love, you can like wait for them to have the reaction you want them to have. Um, and they did, it was great payoff. Um, and then I got a copy of the Silmarillion from my school's library. I worked there and they were like tossing out old books that hadn't been checked out in a really long time. <laughs> and the Silmarillion was one of them. Um, <laughs> so I was like, hey, can I have this? Um, and I took it, and that's the copy that I have, um, annotated here. So I read okay. that, um, during my summer job in high school, and then when the pandemic hit, and I was, like, bored out of my mind every day, I started reading it again. Um, but I definitely, my first memory is definitely the movies, and it's always been, like, a family thing for me. Like, me and my family will all watch them together. Um, and now, like, making my friends watch them, too. That's nice. And, <laughs> and, and I can relate to that, because uh, I started out with the movies, and, and I was, I don't think I, I should have been watching them 
when they came out because I was uh, around three years old. <laughs> yeah. You were three? Yeah, may, maybe two and a half. I might be aging myself up a bit to, to fit in here um, better. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was around two years old. And and my dad, he he's not too much of a nerd, but he's um he's a movie guy. He Every big film that, that comes out, he's going to watch it. He, he needs to be in that loop so so yeah he, he took me to watch it and and I did I remember in kindergarten I was the only kid because we had movie day and I remember taking the the fellowship of the ring VHS to the to the classroom before nap and and the teacher the teacher um, they called my parents they were like hey so um so he can't be bringing those kind of, of movies here. <laughs> A lot of kids are having nightmares. It has monsters being decapitated, um, dark figures. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I don't see anything bad with it. It's got, it's got Frodo and, and wizards. It just seems so, so amazing to me, and, and it still does. It still is. It, it yeah, still is. it is, man. Because uh, I didn't get into the books till I was like, um. Wow, maybe 15. I was never much of a reader growing up, and because yeah, it was never a thing in, in my in my household. And like two or three, probably not. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> so yeah, um, once I picked up the first book, The Hobbit, I was, well, I, I tried to read The Silmarillion first, cause um, cause I I like re <laughs> reading things um chronologically, and so I was like. Yeah. Yeah, I want to understand the, the the next books better, so I'll just watch the Silmarillion. And what a big mistake that was! <laughs> I was out of my element there. I, I didn't know how to say half of the things that were um, written there. And yeah, but um, so I I then dropped that. I was like, yeah, I'm no match for it, not now. <laughs> so I watched. I read the uh, Hobbit first, then the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, then I read the Narnia books and then I was like okay I'm ready now and uh, but yeah that was uh, not too long ago so I'm still working on the Silmarillion but yeah for me it was I actually have yeah. I actually have a, a Chronicles of Narnia story very similar to yours I was you I was trying to find a way to bring it up and then you mentioned Narnia no you can go ahead when you you brought the Lord of the Rings uh, movies in to watch for your classmates I brought, I don't know if anyone has seen this, it is, it's old. <laughs> it's an old BBC movie adaption of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, where Aslan is this giant, like, ten foot long puppet, and the class was voting on what movies, and they got to The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and everyone was like, and meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, if I don't raise my hand, no one will know I brought it in, and the teacher very specifically, I remember going, Dan, wasn't this yours? You even you don't want to watch it? I'm like, not anymore. No, <laughs> that hurts my heart. It hurts <laughs> mine too. <laughs> On that topic, how did you guys? What did you guys feel when you watched the Fellowship of the Ring the first time around? What did it make you feel, if anything at all? How about you go first, I'm Nate? Oh, I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to remember. I, I was just. I, I was blown away. I mean, I'd never seen any movie like that at the time. It was it was my favorite book too. So, okay. favorite book made into what later probably became my favorite movie, or at least one of my favorite movies. And I just remember, um, 
just everything about it was so cool. And the special effects at the time were next level. Uh, like I remember they the still, are. Yeah, they they still are. They still are. Oh, they are. hold up. They, they hold do. up. They, they hold up. Uh, the Balrog and the troll were just like unbelievable. Never seen anything like that at the time. It was crazy. Um, I'm trying to think what else I really remember from the first time watching it. It was it was a while ago, and I've seen it many 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 times since then. Um, As have we all, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I remember leaving the theater and talking to my dad and be like, I want a sword. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, boy, you don't need a sword. I'm like, I, I need a sword. Do you want me to get mine? <laughs> yeah. This is just... Anderil? Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Do you... Oh! Nice. Oh, we, just got, we just got them on hand. Huh? Yep. Oh, <laughs> this this is the, the LARP version. It's kind of mm. a foam... But yeah, I mean, I don't have the the three hundred dollars laying around, but I got this one for for twenty bucks. Yeah, me either. So I don't have. One. Still, hang, hang on one second. I'll oh, be right. We'll back. wait. Yeah. Went about lightsabers instead. So. So yeah, I had. Well, you I'll wait. You got a lightsaber instead. Yes. <laughs> what 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 lightsaber did you go with? Um, I built one at Galaxy's Edge, and then Ooh. I have two. Um, like cheaper, the color changing ones. I got one nice. too here. <laughs> like yes, I have yeah. very I, I showed them earlier. They're like over here on my on my wall. Nice. Oh wow. yeah, nice. And you got another one on the, in oh, front of you, this. right? I think who I saw. This? Yeah. Who is this leader of? Whoa! Behold the sword of Elendil. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> When I tell you this thing is ceremonial only, I used to take a, a fencing class, so I did a little bit of sword play. Oh my it's god! Unbalanced. Like, it there's yeah. no, there is no fighting. It is a good fifteen pounds. Like this is, mm. this is hand and a half. Just you'll hurt someone if you try and do okay, this. Okay. Um, Jealousy's crawling up in me. I, I, wow, that just looks beautiful. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and the size of that thing! Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's fun. I love this thing so. Wow, I uh, my uh, my mom at the time I bought this at Comic Con like seven or eight years ago, and I was when I was in college, and I was it was the summer I was living with my parents, and they I come home, and at the time I also had the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts because I bought mm. both. I had my first summer job, and. My, I come home just holding these two things like, <laughs> uh, so I did a thing with my first paycheck. And, uh, they're like, you did what now? You know, and I've never regretted it a day since. Nor should you. better than having adult money, you. but no adult responsibility. That's like yeah, that, <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. I remember getting my, my first paycheck. Um, I bought... Wow, I bought all the movies, extended edition, I bought the books, I bought, oh jeez, I, I bought so many unnecessary things, but but also necessary, because the, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I need to get one of those, I'm trying, I got a wedding coming up this year, and um, I'm trying to conv convince my fiancé of making like a Lord of the Rings kind of thing, and she's Do like, it. uh... That's oh. but I need to I, do you, it. I think you could do it in a subtle way. You could you could be you could be subtle about it. I'll give you I'll give you a small example. My okay. wife and I, uh, we have a friend who's into wood burning. 
So okay. my friend made us the sign that said no admittance except on wedding party business. business. Oh, okay. But we yeah, no, we changed it to wedding business. Okay. So yeah, so that that was hanging up uh, on the front door uh, when when folks came in. So it's it's subtle, but it's it there. Is. Yeah, I, I think I need I need to do that. And also maybe the love story, you know, like like the pre-wedding photos. I'm thinking like mm -hmm. a like a kind of a shyer thing maybe uh uh on the gate of moria i you only get married wow. once um well at least uh hopefully that's the plan <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the hope yeah. ideally <laughs> yeah so yeah i i need to get a lord of the rings um anything in there somewhere just elope to new zealand you guys picked rings yet you know um, no, no, we haven't, Nate. <laughs> Not, well, no, well, she has hers, yeah. Yeah, she has hers, but, uh, yeah. Why can't I have the, the one ring? Or or Aragorn's ring? I forget the, the, yeah. the name of, of, of his. Ring of Berahir. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine the, 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 the swag I'll get from, from, from wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Just one... A ring on each finger the ring of power here the one ring nanya all, all of them <laughs> all of just them throwing the dwarf rings on, on the right hand not just the named one like all 20 of them yeah they'll be like the i got toes for a reason yes <laughs> you have the <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so i gotta put yeah yeah you're you're making us look bad um carrying on duty like that Okay, so so Emily, how was your 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 first um your first impression with Fellowship of the Ring, if you remember? Um, I I don't know if I remember my first impression because it was like probably a while ago. Yeah. Um, but I do have some uh, impressions of when I showed it to my friends, um, and their reactions like reminded me of things. Um, I would say my favorite part is. Gandalf and Frodo. I think it's Frodo's best movie. I don't think he's a very popular favorite character, but I think that it's. I think this is the best Frodo movie. Um, yeah. I love Merry and Pippin, like their introduction with the big firework. Like it's just a really like happy and like silly way to introduce the movie. So I like that aspect. Um, the Aragorn reveal, like where he's sitting there in the in the like dark corner. Strider, and like, yeah. Stranger, like that's a great reveal of like finding out who he really is. Um, when they're in the mines of Moria and Gandalf, when Frodo says, like, I wish the ring had never come to me, and he says, So do all who see such times. Oh, that's yeah. like it's been my Instagram bio for like years. <laughs> it, but you where know, he says, um, I was ready to interrupt you, but I, I feel like Gandalf has the, the best quotes. Oh, I mean, maybe on par with, with Sam. Cause, oh, yeah, because yeah. Sam has his moments. Probably, definitely in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, because oh, yeah. um, in the books, I don't know, I think that um, that um, dialogue between um, Elrond and Gimli... That, oh. Yeah, those oh. are some of the best... But I got ahead of, uh, of question number... Elrond and when does Elrond and Gimli have a dialogue? Elrond, uh, before they leave, yeah, Gimli, from, from Gimli says, Gimli says, faithless yeah. is he who says farewell when the road darkens. Yes. Sorry, I know this by heart. I listened to it on the yeah. audiobook. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it's it's as they're leaving, and mm-hmm. Elrond is basically saying, "All right, no one uh, really needs to go except Frodo. You mm-hmm. say you're going. Everyone else, you can leave when you want." Because the big difference between the books, books and the movies is in the yeah, books, yeah. Boromir's going to leave and go to Minas Tirith. Aragorn right. Aragorn's going to go with yeah. him. Yeah. So Elrond is basically giving this out to everyone, and Gimli mm-hmm. says something along the lines of, "Faithless is he that says farewell when the road darkens," and Elrond says something along the lines of, "But." Uh, oh shoot but like don't expect these people to be as brave as you they don't know what they're signing up for right um, oh god sorry i used there's to there's a lot that. of really good lines in the book there there. Are. yeah really talking are. is yeah. uh is an icon and a legend mm-hmm. there's just yeah. no other way for it yeah oh, but yeah emily I, i'm sorry i interrupted you and we oh, got carried away you no, can... that's okay this is all about you know conversation <laughs> yes um, <laughs> Yes, the Gandalf quote, like, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that was given to us. That's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Um, there's also a really good payoff of, like, with Boromir's story in the movies. Mm-hmm. I really like how they make you hate him. Like, when I was watching with my friends, like, nobody was on Boromir's side until right before he dies. And right before he dies, you feel bad for him. And you're like, oh, my gosh, wait, I actually really like this character. <laughs> um I just like that they make you not like him and then you cry over his death like five minutes later. Um, and, and 20 then, um, years later. I love that scene. The scene where she makes the water come down and it turns into the horses. That scene always stuck with me. Like I thought that was so cool. And she goes, come and claim him. Like As a little girl watching that, I know that wasn't how it happened in the books. And that's a change mm-hmm. that I wholeheartedly support is her saving him. Um and then Sam running after Frodo towards the end. I remember um, when I was showing the movies to my friends, um, watching that scene where Sam runs after Frodo. He's getting the boat and he almost drowns. I was like kind of watching the movie and kind of like looking on the side of my eye and one of my friends. And nobody had really given me any like super intense reactions. And I looked over at one of my friends at that moment and she was sobbing her eyes out. And I was like... Yes! <laughs> That's what I was it. looking you for. It. It, was so, it was one of the best experiences of showing somebody a movie that I love probably ever. So that memory has always stuck with me whenever I rewatch Fellowship. Nice. True. Beyond nice, yeah. <laughs> How about you, um, Don? Um, so uh, once again, I have a really weird story because I was told <laughs> and like shown the Lord of the Rings. I feel like we need to, use, to get used to those. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know if I've ever talked about this publicly, um, but it's totally mm-hmm. fine. Uh, when I was like five or six, I was diagnosed with something called growth hormone deficiency. So my body doesn't make the normal amount of or didn't make the normal amount of growth hormone that okay. I would have to be the height I am. Um, I'm 6'1", and without the shots, the doctors thought I would have been about 5'2", or 5'3", and my head might have been too big for, like, for my body proportionally. Okay. So I had to get um, injections, like shots, every day for like 10 or 15 years. Mm. Uh, I think it was 12 years. Regardless, I was really short growing up, and I, I always was until I was like 17 or 18. So when I'm 12 years old and my mom is telling me about what a hobbit is and it's like this short person, I'm just picturing like, oh, it's just this little kid going on an adventure like all of the other young adult fantasy that I read at the time. And then 
I watch the movie for the first time and here comes Gandalf and he's really tall and here comes Frodo and he's really short, but he's like a full grown adult. I'm like, Oh, another short person. I, that's me. Oh, I'm going to, and I immediately identified with the hobbits, Frodo, Sam, uh, Merry and Pippin, even Gimli to a certain extent, like all of the tall characters. I was like, Oh, Legolas, that's nice. (laughs) But no, the, the the fact that like I the fact that Frodo and Sam are like the main heroes really spoke to me when I was I think like twelve or thirteen at the time and still much shorter than all of my classmates and just very self conscious about my height because you know growing up in the nineties and early two thousands it's like everyone's tall and hitting puberty and growing facial hair and I'm sitting there like mm, still like three foot nothing not actually but. You get the point. So, yeah, that that I think stuck out the most to me is when I saw the height difference and I thought those people look like me and I could relate to them even quicker than I had before to any other character. Yeah, that's fine. That's a that's a beautiful story. Yeah. So I like I said, I was like two, maybe three years old. So I don't remember too much of uh of that, but but um, ever since I saw it for the first time, I've all I've I've never stopped. So when I was a kid, I watched it maybe every day. Now not so much because uh yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have um three hours a day to to watch um Fellowship of the Ring every day. But um right or four because I watched the um the the extended editions. Extended editions yeah, out. yeah. But um yeah, so I remember watching it and and. I don't know, something about going on an adventure has always seemed so, so powerful and, and appealing to me. Because I, 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 I've always been, I said this on, on the previous podcast episode, but um, I guess I'll, I'll have to keep saying it. I've always been the kid to um, to see a, a stick on the on the side of the of the woods and pick it up and that's my sword. Yep. And I'll fight whatever dragon or whatever monster or orcs or anything that I conjure up in my mind. And yeah, so I saw. I ha- yeah, I had my mom go to Home Depot and buy me like well-made, three-foot-tall sticks because the sticks in my backyard were garbage. <laughs> I like no joke. We were at Home Depot. I was picking out a couple of them, and and God bless her, she actually bought them for me. Nice. So my dad bought a sword because it got to the point where it was kind of dangerous. Because me and my brother, they were building a house next to ours, and uh. And yeah, so it was all, all this concrete and all and all these um iron bars and yeah, so it was no place for a kid, but me and my brother we were like, Well, that's a Sigilia. That's it was yeah. it was open, it was on um, the same color and, and we were like, Nah good and, and dorking out. So yeah, that's a that's always that's what I got from Fellowship of the Ring and basically all of them. Are we it's are the, we getting into the territory of dangerous things we did as a kid because we liked Lord of the Rings? I I think this, we this are could so be great. <laughs> this might be your cue. You can go ahead. All right. Uh, well, yeah. I didn't I didn't go to a construction site, but my best friend and I, we got into his uncle's hunting things and got a bunch of elk hunting arrows to be legless with. Oh. So we were we were shooting. We had these. We had you know like the little Boy Scout ten pound bows or whatever. But we didn't have any arrows, so we got these, yeah, like big broadheads for hunting elk with. Yeah, 
<laughs> and we were shooting those, and then we're like, well, we can't shoot at each other with these. <laughs> we'll just take the arrowheads off, and it'll be fine. So we were still shooting at each other with bows, with just blunt arrows. It hurt, but it was, I it was awesome. Show us the scars, Nate. Show us the scars. Uh, you know, now that you say that, Nate, um, me and mm -hmm. we we weren't so young. I think we were. I I was fourteen, so I should have been mm -hmm. the the uh, the voice of reason. I wasn't. <laughs> so, my dad got my brother a bow and arrow. Voice of reason at fourteen. Yeah, but yeah. compared to my 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 eleven year old brother, I I think I should have been. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, he had a, a bow and arrow, and and I was like, yes, so we can play your lord, and I'm um, I'm Aragorn. Like, you can shoot at me, and and I, maybe he he didn't have enough strength to to pull the the arrow, um, uh -huh. back enough to to throw it with enough force. Luckily, because he was throwing it at me, and I was with with my 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 stick, you know, hitting it uh, away from me, so that was dangerous, and yeah, and, and they they weren't blunt arrows. We, we oh, weren't as oh. smart as that. Uh, yeah, well, that was the, the, even the blunt ones weren't that smart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I. Uh, you know what? This wasn't me, but I used to just take the the sticks and swing them left and right while I was riding on my bike, just pretending I was going down the the battlements of Helm's Deep. Oh yes, uh, last charge. Right. Thankfully, thankfully, the sticks didn't get like caught in the spokes of the bike because I was flailing that thing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, Y'all's experience with Lord of the Rings was very different than mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, clothes that I thought made me look like an elf. <laughs> oh, that that looks like Arwen's clothes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is cool. Like, I, saw this, this, I bought this dress like like years and years ago. Um, well, we were. We were little boys. We yeah, we a little differently. We were the stereotypical. <laughs> Elvish. Yeah. <laughs> like Arwen. Mm -hmm. oh, no, that's a that's a pretty dress. I'll, I'll say that like it does look like Arwen's. I know. I like. I like. I like suit. Elf sleeves. I love it. The uh, the every time I hear concerning hobbits, that theme, mm -hmm. it it. It touches something deep mm -hmm. inside that it doesn't matter if I'm sad, angry, scared. I'll I'll end up being happy. You play mm -hmm. that and, and those first few tunes, I'm I'm <laughs> done. It's uh, uh <laughs> I'm I'm getting choked up just 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 um remembering that it's uh yeah it means a lot to say the least. Yeah, but, that that has the same energy as like the for any of the Star Wars fans the the binary sunset where yes. Luke is. Is staring at the. That's my ring. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's uh that's fellowship of the ring. Um, how do you guys feel about the two towers when it came out, or when you saw it for the first time? Uh, I'll start on this one if it's okay, because yeah. two towers was <laughs> my, for a very long time. The two towers was my favorite um movie and that is because i would skip all the frodo and sam oh! scenes and watch i thought the i was the only one <laughs> no you are well, not no 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 i no. love i love the whole trilogy right the story is amazing 
two towers frodo and sam to like a 14 15 16 year old who wants to watch aragorn legolas and gimli just yes <laughs> it's perfect the story of helm's deep is to me one of the best battle scenes ever filmed in cinema yes it's like it, it really tells is. a full story there's beats there's arcs for each of like definitely uh, plus toss me is just you know I cannot jump the distance. You'll have to toss me. Do oh. not tell the elf. Yeah. Well, that that charge at the end, though, when like Gimli's blowing on the horn. Oh, uh, so powerful! Out. Chills every time. And then Gandalf, look to my coming on the oh, Jesus. How about you, um, Emily? How was how how was it your um your experience with the two towers? Um. Once again, I don't remember the first time I watched it, but it is my favorite of the trilogy it's the one that i enjoy watching most in spite of the boring sam and frodo parts um i used to think they were boring they're not anymore it's fine yeah um, once you grow old you, you get like more insight on them yeah, yeah. the story is more important than the fighty fighty stabby <laughs> stabby kind of parts um <laughs> but i like that tolkien does things in twos like the two lamps the two trees, the two towers. It just has like a nice ring to it. Um, and I was always interested in like, I remember watching the movies and like wanting to know the history of the towers and like the, remember the names of the towers and like um, that for some reason that movie was the one that really got me into wanting to know more like lore, lore side of stuff um, in The Lord of the Rings. Um, Rohan is my favorite place. The theme, um, meeting oh, yeah. our second and kind of only female character, Eowyn, who I don't know if she's my favorite character, but she's definitely my favorite female She's a character. badass for sure. Mm -hmm. Like her being introduced and like, I like the plot with like Sourman and Theoden and Wormtongue. Like I remember like finding out that he, you know, he was actually this like awesome, cool king instead of just like the you know like shriveled creepy old guy um i like that part i just i related to eowyn a lot like the way that she feels being trapped and like not being able to express herself and not being able to do the things that she wanted to do and like i don't know i just i really related to her and i really like the introduction of her storyline and like i think gandalf is like so awesome in this movie like this is when you're really like oh my gosh like Gandalf is a badass like he's so cool um yeah I and the um the ends I loved the ends I always like the fact that like John Rhys-Davies is in this movie twice because he's the voice of Treebeard and he's Gimli like I mean they're like hey you you're already here come voice this <laughs> other character um I like the ends like Merry and Pippin's little side story um and just the scene where all of the Ents come up on, um, like, Sourman's little factory orc of orcs, and they're, like, mad, and they take it, like, where you see when he looks up in the forest has come even closer, like, oh my gosh. And then Sam's speech as Gilead, obviously, yes. was, like... I never skipped time. that part. Yeah. The greatest piece of cinema ever created, like, that makes me cry every single time it has gotten me through so many hard times in my life it just means so much to me um and like that coupled with like 
the water washing away all of the like hurt and the fire and the yuck near Sour Man and kind of like purifying it again. Um, I just loved the symbolism of that part specifically. So I don't know. I think, I mean, there's a lot of other things like keep on, but that's mainly why it's my favorite one. Um, and I, I will probably get some, some hate for this, but um, I like that they changed Faramir's character in the books compared to the movies. Book Faramir is fine, right? He's a little too perfect. That, my own opinion. But I like that they kind of gave him that same sort of parallel with his brother, and then they put Faramir above. That way he deserves Eowyn. So, fan of that. Uh, I don't... Which one um, was it? Was it you, Nate, or, or you, Don, that, that made a video on, on Faramir recently? Uh, I, I had one. Yeah. Someone was asking me if I had any problems with the movies, and that was actually the only, really the only thing I could think of. Um, Two Towers, Two Towers, there's, there's a theme here. Two Towers is actually my favorite of the trilogy, too. Um, uh, but ironically, it, ha it has two of the changes that I like the least in it, despite that. <laughs> One is that I, I really don't like the changes they made to Faramir. That's probably my biggest issue. Um, not just his treatment of Frodo and Sam, but kind of they, they, they changed his character a lot. And, and um, you know, I think I said in the video that uh, there was this sort of... Um, it's very tense when... when it, it's, it is in the movie, too, but especially in the books where he's got Frodo and Sam and they, they find out this is Faramir's, or, uh, <clears throat> Boromir's brother. And they're like, oh, oh. Okay, Boromir, we didn't part on very good terms, and Frodo's real nervous and everything. And and uh, Frodo's not telling him about the ring at all, which is telling because he even told Gollum about the ring, but he doesn't want to tell Faramir. He's he's that leery. Um, and then Sam lets it slip because because Sam kind of loosens up eventually, and uh, and uh, then you know you have this moment of okay, is he going to take the ring? And and no, he's he's different than Boromir. He's 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 the better of the two brothers, which is they kind of do this in the movie, but I like it because it's like you know Denethor. His favorite is Boromir, and it's he can't see the 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 true quality and wisdom that Faramir possesses. He doesn't appreciate it, and I I like that um, that sort of dynamic there. But uh, the other thing that I did not really like, I didn't mind it. This is a minor complaint. Um, well, this is kind of going off of how we've all, we're all kind of in agreeing, like, yes, Helm's Deep and Ent and Rohan is the better part of this movie. The problem and the reason why I think Frodo and Sam's story is not as good is because they, they made the climax of their sto story in this movie, um, Faramir taking them to a Gilead, where in the book, that's when Shelob shows up. So the climax of the two towers is Kirith Ungul, which they save for Return of the King, and I'm not super upset about that. Um, but, uh, you know, that's a minor thing. I think the only thing I, I, I was not happy about that, but we, I don't know if we, we might want to save that till when we talk about the Return of the King, um, was that they didn't quite they kind of cut short the period where Sam had the ring, which I think was very interesting in the book. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't remember watching the, the, the fellowship of the ring, but I remember not complete completely, but um, I remember watching the, the end, the, the, 
few scenes of, of Two Towers. Because um, mm -hmm. back then, my, my dad, the, the house we lived in, wasn't all... Um, it still had some work to be done. Mm -hmm. So um, the space that um, we, hanged, we hung out in was uh, kind of small. We just had the one couch. So I remember watching the that that scene um sam's speech like it was yesterday with my dad on that couch and uh yeah that was a that was so <laughs> it stuck with me um and yeah that that's like the big um takeaway from from that movie that that i can recall because that was a long time ago for me and uh and i was too young <laughs> but um yeah as far as fatimir I didn't know how, how he was in the books yet because I, I hadn't read them and and even now because um yeah I liked um I think I would have prefer, preferred it if he was um like this righteous and, and and staying true to 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 who he was and not being tempted by the one ring I think I would have preferred that but um I think it's just the same as as Aragorn because yeah in the books he's he, he isn't so so reluctant to go on on, on his destiny and, and to reclaim his the, the throne of Gondor. Right, he's actually quite eager. Yeah, he's like, yeah. well, they might not want a king, but but yeah, I'm down. <laughs> and that's not <laughs> yeah, the case. Yeah, well, they, they need a king, I guess. I'll... Yeah. Aragorn <laughs> is, Aragorn's the definition of, I mean, I guess, sure. <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> yeah, so that that's kind of a, what I what I get from that whole Faramir thing. And... and mm -hmm. I mean, it worked, because, uh, yeah, I, I don't have too much to say about, about um, no, Two I Towers. Mean, it's not from... a major complaint. Yeah, I, I no. think that video I made, someone was asking if I had any complaints about the movies. Yeah. And the, 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 the original, the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, not The Hobbit, no, <laughs> not really. That's probably the only thing I can point to and be like, eh, not sure about that. But other than that, that's really about my only complaint with them, so... I remember Rohan, because you said Emily. Rohan was one of your um, favorite places. I, I would say mine too, because um, from the movies alone, I, I like. Okay, I like Gondor like aesthetically. It's um, it's gorgeous. The mm -hmm. everything from it, the the throne room. You know, fun fact from uh, the background, I was um, switching between um, the throne room of uh, of Minas Tirith and Bag End. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, well, back in, uh, yeah, nostalgia. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Rohan, wow, every time the, the themes, the, the theme plays, it just, an Elwin's scene, like the flag flying off, which I which I yeah. think was an accident. Oh, um, yeah. it, it wasn't planned. Wow. No, that filming. was totally accidental. Yeah, it oh, worked. It? Wow. Oh, yeah, yes. it was just that windy that day. Oh, that's so cool. And, yeah. the, and the, the flag, it just... It played its part well. I mean, it did. <laughs> the way it, it flew away, wow. That I don't think that that's one of the best scenes visually from, from the films. Mm -hmm. And it, it's small, because, yeah, it's just Elwin <laughs> overlooking. Yeah. Um, but it's, so, it's so, so beautiful, yeah. And, yeah, the Battle of Helm's Deep, I think... Like you said, Nate, they, um, Nate, that's one of the best fight scenes, battle scenes, I think, to this day. And and basically, of all time, you know, because Endgame, um, <laughs> the the MCU movie, it was, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was an event. It was the, the whole CGI, everything about it. That, that battle scene is, um, 
he's so powerful and so big and so huge in, in every aspect of it, and rightfully so. But um, even then, it was ten years in the making. It didn't have a castle. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it didn't have a castle. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Endgame didn't have a castle. That, that takes it up a notch. Yeah, Helms it did. Yeah. That's also something they added the elves, I don't think, were originally at. No, they, they weren't. And, and and I think that that's one of the changes that um yeah, I got that on my nose right here, but that's one of the changes that I that I like I like. I didn't like that they all died. Yeah. So I didn't mind the elves. I think it would have been better if it was the Grey Company that showed up to help at Helm's Deep. Oh, I do like that idea, though. That would have been cool. You get Elrond's sons coming in. and oh, Yeah, you, you could still have them. Something. Hmm? Say that again? <laughs> One of my answers to a question later about um, characters you wish yeah, you yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of getting ahead oh, of, our, yeah. of ourselves by, by a few questions there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll scale it back a bit. Yeah, but um, like I was saying, um, the end game, that battle scene, that had 10 years in the making. They had like um, how many actors? Um, big big shot actors, more like fifteen um, to to play it safe. And and yeah, it was great. It um, yeah. we all laughed and cried and uh and and clapped that day. But the Helm's Deep that battle scene, it just. I I wouldn't say that Endgame is so much better than than, than that scene, even if you're not a Lord of the Rings fan. Because if you see that battle alone, like you'll get pretty much the same feeling as as any other fan watching it. Because it's so it's so well made. The whole everything from it, the the soldiers scared the 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 Urukai so so fearsome. Oh, I love the it. The build up to it, yeah. The build yeah. up to it. I think is yeah, that, that's the word I was looking for. The, yeah, the build they're up. they're just sitting there waiting, and then yes. the rain comes, and then there's this one that climbs over the the rock and just. Uh, it's wonderful. It is. That, mention that guy the, with the one eye. <laughs> well, I was going to say the visual effects. Endgame, I love Endgame, but I mean, you're watching it, you're like, this is a lot of CGI. Um, you, you can tell. Yeah. Um, and they had that, too, for the for the orcs and stuff in um, Two Towers, but they were very clever. They hit it. It was dark. They had the rain. Mm -hmm. So because of the lighting, it's it's harder to tell it's fake. It looks much more real. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think you can tell if you're not if you're did. not looking for it. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. They no. did a good job with with the visual effects. Like they, I think they probably mostly just use it to like do backgrounds and like duplicate, you know, yeah. and stuff. Whereas like Marvel movies, n nothing against mm -hmm. Marvel movies, but those entire movies, it's just a green screen. Like there's not a single real prop in any of those movies. Like. Yeah, even those scenes that that for the fights at least, yeah, that you, Whereas, you don't like, have to do movies, it. Like, I mean, I'm sure you guys have all seen cause the behind-the-scenes, you know, mm -hmm. extras, because I used to, like, religiously watch those as a kid. Yes. Um, but, like, the ones where they would talk about the bigatures, oh. the, like, miniatures, oh, that yeah. were, like, big achers, like, the Whoa. details they put into those, mm -hmm. like, the... Um, the 12-foot Minas Tirith, and, and, yeah. Yes, the gigantic Minas Tirith, that it's miniature, it's not life-size, but it's right. huge. Like, all of those sets that they built, like, the real practical effects that they use is mm -hmm. why the movies hold up so yeah. well and also the set that i mean being in new zealand that's like another um big aspect but that's i feel like one of the like the, the towers they built those weren't computer generated all they had built, they built those towers to use in shots 
So well, they used um, they used green screen like as well. But what they did in those that was so neat, I've seen some YouTube videos where they talk about this. They um they they mixed them together because they had the green screen right, but instead of having like a photo or a computer generated background, they would put the actors on the green screen, but put them so it looked like they were in the giant miniatures. Mm-hmm. So the, the the background created by the green screen would be photorealistic because it was mm-hmm. it was real. It was a it was a it was a miniature that they photographed. Yes. And then it, they just shrunk the actors down so they'd fit on it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Return of the King. Oh. Now that that's the big one. How do you guys feel about that? That's the trilogy's end. It's a. Uh, it won the most Oscars, so yeah, it did something right. How did it make oh, yeah. you guys feel? Um, Emily, I don't know if you, who went first last time, but yeah, why don't you go ahead? Sure, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love Return of the King? I feel like it is probably, it's it's the Revenge of the Sith of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It is the most beloved, definitely not the most overrated, though. Um <laughs> one of the <laughs> Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, the ending. I mean, endings. I could go through endings. Them, yes. But the ending. You know, everybody knows the scene. I personally, that scene where Aragorn and Arwen reunite, where she's you know hiding behind the flag. I just love that scene. Like the looks on her faces, and the my favorite story of the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes is where. <laughs> Um, they were filming that scene. It was like one of the last days they were shooting it. And um, Liv Tyler had already been like shipped off somewhere. Like she was already on her way out. And they were about to shoot that scene. And they were going to shoot the kiss with a double. That's right. Liv Tyler was like, I'm going to kiss Vigo. Take me back. <laughs> and so they brought her back. And. She got to be the one in the shot. Um, I did not know that. Yes, yeah. she was like, I have to kiss Vigo. <laughs> There's a line in one of the behind the scenes that uh, Miranda Otto, who plays Eowyn, says, and they're talking about Vigo Mortensen. And I think her exact line is, I defy any woman in the world not to fall in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps coming back to Vico Mortensen, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, even yeah. as a straight man, I, I gotta say he he has something. <laughs> yeah, women want him, men want to be him. Yes, you know. Yeah. So yeah, uh, um, I, how about you, Don? Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> so so I, I have I have two parts that stand out to me. Uh, Return of the King was the first one that I ever saw in theaters of the three, the only one I should say, and. Um, I realized about halfway through the movie when Faramir is on the horse charging towards Gilead and Pippin is singing oh, yes. that I didn't remember if any of the minor characters survived when my mom told me the story at breakfast. I knew that, you know, they destroy the ring and Frodo is happy and Sam is there and Gandalf's there. But all of like those minor characters, right? Like Eowyn, Faramir, uh, Merry and Pippin, Theoden. I couldn't for the life of me remember what happened to those characters. Terrifying. So, <laughs> as Faramir is charging, I'm like, no, no, wait a minute. You know what happens. You should know what happens. Your mom told you what happened. <laughs> Try to remember. No. And then the orcs unleashed the arrows. And I'm like, 
oh my god and then he comes back and then he's on fire with his dad and so much happening <laughs> god it, i went i went through a whole i went through a whole up and down of that yeah part. it's a roller coaster of, of emotions no it, doubt it, it really is and then and then and emily i don't know if whether to thank you or blame you but ever, ever, ever since you did the um, pronunciation um, video on Aragorn's song, the, the coronation song, I haven't stopped singing that that, that song. I, I did listen, when I made that video, I did listen to that, that soundtrack like mm -hmm. on a loop like all day. And I would just go back to that one part where he sings. Like I would just keep fast forwarding 30 <clears throat> seconds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't be shy. Drop some bars. Oh my god! You speak perfect English. Not me. Yeah, you do. Are you kidding? Yeah, I saw that video. That video of you reciting the Nemirie puts us all to shame. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that one again because now I have more followers. So like, you should do it. Attention for it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, with um, reestablished that we're not casual fans. Yeah. So, um, what does Lord of the Rings mean to you guys? Um, um, Don, how would you go first? Loaded question, but yes. okay. Um, I don't want to say everything because once again, I feel like that's cheating. But let's <laughs> let's just put it this way: I, as I, I love the the phrase "be who you needed when you were younger," mm -hmm. and um, I always say I needed Lord of the Rings fans to talk about when I was younger, and this one in particular, this like little community that has been started on TikTok seemingly out of nowhere and we've all just sort of come out of the woodwork and I love that because I didn't have that growing up so like it's cool that I'm now nearly 30 and getting to do the thing that I wanted to do when I was 12. I bought Aragorn's sword. I have these people to talk to late at night. It's almost midnight where I live. Like cool. It, so, it's like, past mi midnight here. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> Oh so, well. yeah. So thank you, like to everyone listening, and to the not even nine o'clock where I'm at. Oh gee, that's that's what it means yeah. to me, popcorn Nate. <laughs> oh okay. Um, well, for me, it's I guess it's it's the gold standard that I use to judge all other all other fiction, really. Um, you know, it was my first favorite book. It's still my favorite book, um, and my favorite fictional universe and problem with that is that it, it puts my standards very high for other fiction that I that I try and read you know I just can't my friends are like you got to read this I'm like I don't want to read this like Dungeons and Dragons fantasy adventure or whatever uh, Emily you're up I mean I, I mean it it means the same thing to me as as you guys I'm sure um, it's something that I like you know, connecting with my family with, like, I like that, um, like, I saw my parents over the weekend, and we went on a hike, and I know we were talking, like, oh, maybe, like, this, this scene could have happened in this, like, you know, forest, wherever we were, and we were talking about, um, like, the eagles, and, like, I'm sure the people, you know, passing us on, on the walk were, like, what the hell are these people talking about, because we were, you know, spouting off, like, you know, Feanor, and Faramir, and all these weird names, um, but it's always been fun to, like, talk to them about it, and, like, if I ever have a question, I can, you know, like, talk to my mom or my dad, and, like, just speculate about things, um, 
so yeah, it's it's always meant more to me, and and you know especially now because of TikTok. Um, I want you guys to um, like remind us where who you are and where we can find you, um, Popcorn Emily, just for um, <laughs> to say one last time. <laughs> okay, um, uh, I'm Emily. Uh, my TikTok is Soulmore Emily, um, and I make Lord of the Rings and sometimes Star Wars content. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Um, popcorn, Nate. Well, I'm Nate, uh, <laughs> as the popcorn would imply. <laughs> um, my TikTok is Ace Condor 30. I do uh, mostly Tolkien content and then occasionally random other things, um, but mostly Tolkien. And then I have just made my YouTube channel uh, Ace Gondor, where I will hopefully be posting those audiobooks soon, as well as what other, whatever else my followers on TikTok force me to make longer videos of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Popcorn Don. And then I am Don Marshall 72. Uh, you can find me on TikTok and Twitch at the same name. Um, if anyone is interested, I stream on Wednesdays and Fridays at 7 p.m. And then Sundays at noon, all Eastern Standard Time in the U.S. Um, I'm also, I, I kind of accidentally started a book club without meaning to. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a read-through and commentary of the Silmarillion on Sundays, so feel free to join us for that. I also started a YouTube, but it's basically just where I post all of the old uh, VODs from Twitch. And honestly, I still can't believe I got Don Marshall 72 in 2021 across all my social media platforms. So I consider myself very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that'll that'll do it for me. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, mm -hmm. thank you all for joining. This is this is great no, talking. Yeah, to a bunch this of has been a blast. Yeah, um, fun. Maybe I shouldn't say this but this has been my favorite episode so far if only so nice. because it's um lord of the rings and uh yeah, yeah that's uh that's what i love yeah. the most and that's a wrap thank you everyone for watching i hope you enjoyed yourselves i truly recommend the extended edition which features over two hours of extra footage including us geeking out and sharing our exclusive collector items sharing some pretty crazy stories and delving into various more lord of the rings topics Thank you once again for watching and stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you.